Welcome to the second episode of WEC Connects. I am Claudia Belloso, the Student Services Manager here at Washington English Center. Today, we welcome Dayelit Gonzalez, who serves as director and member of the Board of Humanitarian Action. She is a sociologist by profession with more than eight years of experience in managing social projects for foundations, private companies, and the public sector. Humanitarian Action is a nonprofit organization that works to serve populations suffering from humanitarian crisis. They started their work in 2016, providing humanitarian aid to vulnerable communities in Venezuela. But in 2020, they decided to internationalize their work and help Venezuelans outside Venezuela by offering scholarships to learn English as a second language in the United States and Trinidad and Tobago. They've partnered with us since 2020. Hi, Dalet. Thank you so much for being here with us uh, today. I would like to start by asking you, what led you to develop and implement the scholarship program to help other Venezuelans learn English? Well, thank you for having us here. It's a great opportunity for us to be able to talk about this. And I wanted to thank you also for the work that we've been doing here in Washington English Center for Venezuelan migrants. And to answer your question, Venezuelan migrants um, are being re-victimized over and over. Um, not only they leave their country, then they have to go through a hell to be able to get here to the United States. And they don't know a word in English, 90% of them. So uh, to be able to understand what they're going through, to even uh, being able to read a document regarding the legal situation here in the U.S. is key for them to be able to um, find a job and uh, comply with legal, the legal system here in the United States. So English is the key. So that's why we think this is one of the most important programs that we have here in the our organization mm -hmm. because learning English is what um, is going to open the door for them to be able to stay here in this country and and m have a better life. Yes, and we appreciate you because from what you are doing, um, we understand that um, I believe it's been about 37, you can correct me with that number, uh, but you've helped 37 Venezuelans so far uh, because, as you just mentioned, the organization itself understands that situation to help them. Um, so from you, have you been a part of any of these stories? Have you witnessed anything yourself from when these Venezuelans have come here to the United States, whether it's D.C. or any other state? You know, I, I can think about a particular case that we had recently where he was trying to read his um, legal document where he needed to see where he was um, gonna be, uh, his court date was gonna be and where. Okay. And he said, you know what, I really need to apply to your program because if I don't understand English, I'm gonna be, I mean, everything that I've been work for, mm -hmm. that I've been working for, it's gonna go down the drain because I don't know where I have to be, at what time I have to be. And he was about to make a huge mistake mm -hmm. because he was not in Washington DC, but Washington State. And he had no idea. 
and so that was his date like was it supposed to be in washington dc and he thought it was washington state yes Oh, wow. Yes, because he had no idea right. even where he was standing and how to read the right. document. Yes. yes. So his whole life was depending on that moment yes. and being able to learn English provide him to make a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is amazing. And, you know, we see that here all the time as well. Um, our students, I mean, I meet a lot in person online now as well and that happens all the time uh, when I'm sending out an email and I schedule something and you know it's when it's from another country some people don't even know there's a time difference yes so it's about educating them about that as well um, and them learning like hey we're a different time zone this is a different time um, and in terms of reading papers that's another very crucial point because in that case, this gentleman was going to lose yes. his court date. His court date. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think this partnership that we have, it's great because you are helping these students learn the language, learn how life is here in the United States. Um, and with that, how can people get help? Any Venezuelan family member or friend or someone, anyone that is listening to us, how can they apply um, for your program to get a scholarship so that they can take English classes with us? Well, I, anyone that needs help uh, can contact us through our uh, social media and our web page. Okay. I think you guys can... Um, yeah, I believe we can link it yeah, uh -huh. into our... Yes, Spotify. humanitarianaction.org. Humanitarianaction.org. Um, you can find us there, and we're going to do the best we can to help anyone who needs help. Okay. And is that, um, you mentioned social media, is that Instagram, Facebook? We have Instagram. TikTok. Yes, we have Instagram and Facebook. Um, and, you know, we always are posting events that we're doing also. Um, that not, It's not only um, legal services, but also health services. And uh, Washington English Center is, um, is being there in, in a few events that we have done in the past. Mm -hmm. So it, we th it, through our social media, you can find everything that we're doing and ask for help. And is there a, because for us, we offer uh, classes for adults, 18 and older. Is there an age limit for your organization or you help all ages or how does it work with your organization? Um, so far, we only work with adults, okay. um, but we are trying to expand what we're doing so far because, mm -hmm. I mean, with kids it's easier because they come uh, to the school and they learn fastest, so we're um, focusing right now in, in adults. Okay. We'll be right back and we'll continue talking with Ayelet Gonzalez, Director of Humanitarian Action. Washington English Center has more than 29 years of experience bringing together students from more than 100 countries. Our mission? To provide affordable English language instruction and workforce programs to adult immigrants using qualified volunteer teachers. Registration is still open for our winter term, which will end on March 30th. We're offering in-person and online classes, one-to-one -one tutoring sessions, and citizenship preparation. WEC is here to continue helping immigrants and refugees achieve their dreams and give them the best gift one can have, the freedom to speak. To register, visit us at www.wec.org. 
WashingtonEnglish.org. Okay, so in 2021, um, the numbers increased of Venezuelans that entered the United States through the Mexican border. And in April of last year, the state of Texas and Arizona began to send Venezuelan migrants and refugees to DC. Um, so that, I think that's the total number of 7,900? Correct. Okay. All right. Being that you are an organization, a nonprofit organization to be exact, um, you really depend on funds from either just people in general, uh, probably grants and things like that. Anyone that is listening, how can they help your organization? What can they do? Um, where can they go? Thank you very much for, for that question. Um, we have our um, sale account that you guys can, um, well, help us, of course, with donations. We can put that also right in... Um, yeah, we can add it. We can add it. it. Yeah. Um, but also, I would like to talk to you about um, a book recipe that we have where more than 30 chefs from Venezuela donated their work. Um, and you can find this recipe book in, Venez in Amazon, and it's called Sabe a Venezuela. And everything that we collect from the sales of that book is going through all of our programs. Nice. So I know there must be a lot of delicious recipes on there. They are. Can yes. you tell us, I guess, a little bit more about what your what are the most popular dishes and, you know, Amazon like with the student, well, anyone that buys the book, what dishes can they see in this book? What can they learn to cook? It's great because it's Venezuelan food. Mm -hmm. um, so there are ajacas, arepas. Um, asado negro, which is, uh, they're all very uh, traditional dishes from Venezuela. Okay. So I think you guys, uh, you should try and you're going to enjoy it because, and, and you can, you know, it's a very uh, beautiful gift, actually, um, if you want to, if you want a gift, if you want to cook with your family and your friends, it's just a very, and it's, it's a very um, hard work that we put in. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a very, it's a very nice way to donate and, and help. And is the book uh, in Spanish or is it in English or is it bilingual? So far, the um, recipes are in Spanish, okay. but we are working towards translate um, everything. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully we're going to have the English version very soon. Nice. Yes. You wouldn't know how soon, would you? <laughs> <laughs> very soon, very soon, I promise. Okay, yeah, because I'll be looking. I mean, of course, I'm bilingual. I could read Spanish, too, but we have English listeners, and this will be a great book that they can buy yes. for the holidays, for any events. Correct. Venezuelan food is good food, so, yeah, that's good. Um, how, uh, what What are the pros exactly, the, the programs that you offer with humanitarian action? I know one of them is, like, the scholarship uh, programs, which is a partnership that you have with us. Mm -hmm. um, and so what other program do you have? Um, well, we have, first of all, we, we truly believe in education and that's the key for, for um, development. Mm -hmm. So we have English has a second language with Washington English Center here in the United States. Um, but we also have entrepreneurship uh, trainings for Venezuelans in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, and we are also, of course, helping Venezuelans here with everything they need 
has community navigators. We help them with find local um, services, local help, legal help, um, housing, or um, clothes. We have um, uh, events where we gave them winter clothes and food um, nice. and all of that. So they're in a very vulnerable situation, mm -hmm. right? They come here without nothing. Yeah. And uh, what um, most of them actually at least uh, 150 uh, Venezuelans are in a hotel in Washington, D.C., living right now. Um, we don't know when they have to leave this place. Mm -hmm. So far, um, the mayor's office uh, decided that they can, they can stay over nice. there. Um, but there's, there's a lot of things that we need to still um, help them with. Right. And I'm assuming, uh, as you're mentioning, like they're staying in hotels, uh, there was a, like a clothing drive that you had. All of that, that comes from donations as well that you get from like the community and, and people that help yes, to provide Yes, and that? I want to thank the Venezuelan diaspora and the Venezuelan community because everything that we've been able to do is because of them. Um, for example, local restaurants mm. from Venezuelan owners mm -hmm. are donating food. Um, also, Everything, the, the winter clothes, uh, shoes, all of that is because of the community mm -hmm. is willing to help and, and they're um, the ones that give, gave us those donations. Right. Is there anything that's coming up that you would like to mention or like any clothing drive or, or anything else that will be coming up that someone can help with? We're working. We're working towards uh, have at least two more events okay. to um, donate food and clothes I don't st I don't have the dates still but we're working on that so as, as soon as we have them you can see that we're gonna um, post it on Instagram and Facebook and all of our social media and just to I guess to be clear all of that is here in Washington DC correct okay. we're locally he here in Washington DC and as I said before we have our entrepreneurship training programs in Trinidad and Tobago that, now that intrigues me because how how did you end up there in Trinidad and Tobago? How did that partnership happen? You know, that's interesting. Um, there are a lot of Venezuelans in Trinidad mm -hmm. and Tobago. So we just um, heard that there was um, a need in, in Trinidad and Tobago and a lot mm -hmm. of Venezuelans trying to find a way mm -hmm. um, and having businesses. Mm -hmm. So we partnership with uh, a few institutions to be able to train them uh, in their business development mm -hmm. and well that's what we've been doing so far so as we were talking earlier a lot of people have been arriving from different states from texas here to washington dc has been over 7,900 people and it keeps increasing um, how has it been for you and your organization to help these people that have just arrived in these buses um, in terms of help what programs have you used? Where can they go? If you can tell me about that. It's been, to be quite honest with you, one of the most challenging experiences in my career because we are working with people that are in a very vulnerable situation. As I said before, they've been re-traumatized over and over again. They come here without nothing. Mm -hmm. They don't know even where they are. Um, how to communicate 
And I'm assuming some have probably had to leave their families behind. Most of them. Most of them come here without their families, without money, mm. without anything. Um, and it's been challenging because at the very beginning, we were all on our own. Mm. Um, only a few organizations, four organizations, uh, local organizations were receiving the buses. Um, and we we were not prepared for something like this. And when you see a, a kid with cold in April, because in April we were, we were still um, with low temperatures, a kid with cold and, and no shoes and having to um, spend days in a jungle and then go through Mexico to be able to come here to this country and when they come here there's no one to help it's very hard and you want to do everything for everyone right. and it's not possible you, you cannot help everyone at the same time right. so we had to focus um, our priorities as an organization and at that point we were just focusing on food because they needed to eat I mean um, there have been months without actually a proper meal um, and and clothes that was pretty much um, what we did uh, at the beginning mm-hmm. now we're being willing I mean we're, we're um, able to work with them um, now they're a little bit more stable we're working with them with legal um, help and orientation and being like community navigators if they need something we can try to match what they need with the institutions that provide those kind of services so and and being a venezuelan organization knowing what they're going through why they're leaving their country that's why we are like such a potential actor and key player in this whole situation because we really do understand where are they coming from and the whole thing that they have been through to be able to come here and why especially why they're coming here mm-hmm. so we are like that um, key between what they need and the institutions that provide those services um, so yeah th- it was challenging but it was very rewarding at the same time because we are we were literally saving lives these people um, are survivors and they need all the help that we can get them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very glad that we, Wally's Washington English Center, is here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were able to, to form that partnership and uh, when, when help them with at least that step because it all takes different steps. Um, so just that step with them at least learning the language that is huge it's key and and I want you to guys understand the work that you guys are doing here because you are also saving lives if someone can communicate properly being here in in this country um, that can save their lives you need to understand that if they can communicate properly their situation if they can understand and read a document Mm -hmm. that can save their lives yeah and and that is taught here in our classes um 
the topics are about life here in America. Going to the doctor, filling out a check, even though checks are kind of like, you know, not used as much. Mm-hmm. Writing a letter, um, using the bus, the transportation, the money that's used here, because again, in other countries, it's different. Um, so all of that, it, it is something that they're learning and um, just seeing the progress it's amazing as well they come in here not being not even being able to say hello you know and then it's like by the second or third week they're like hi good morning so it's good to see that progress and it's um, it amazes me because despite the hardship that they've gone through mm-hmm. they're still surviving they're still striving they're still pushing themselves and they still Willing have a smile learn. on their face yes. as well you know, so that always fills my heart up to see that. And um, even though, you know, we may not see it as something big, but it's huge. It, it is. is huge for them. Um, and just to just better their life here in the United States, it's a whole new life that they're going to have. Yes, it goes beyond they being will, will being um, able to say something in english or understand no it's it's beyond that it's being it's understanding the system is being able to insert themselves in this new community in this new life so just learning english is the key for them to being able to to develop and 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 have a better life we'll be right back and we'll continue talking with ayelet gonzalez director of humanitarian action Become a volunteer. Join Washington English Center's incredible team of volunteers to make a difference in someone else's life as well as your own. We offer both in-person and online volunteer opportunities. You can register to volunteer on our website at www.washingtonenglish.org to learn more. Is there a story from all of everything that you have witnessed yourself? What is that one story that just, it's in you all the time, that touches your heart and you just, it amazes you all the time? There are many stories, um, but I remember one of our first students that we have here with you guys in Washington English Center, mm-hmm. and she was a woman who came here with um, her husband and two kids. And she had to go through Mexico where she was kidnapped by yes oh my god (laughs) by by um illegal forces in mexico and she was there a few nights and then they put them like in a jungle and they had to go through the jungle by themselves totally lost without even knowing where they were where to go or even light because it was at night and he had like um a lighter Mm -hmm. and that's how he was trying to find a path the the husband the husband yes um and that's a story of a family that could could have died in the path to come here to the united states and i we met them um in texas maybe a month after they came and we offered them the um the scholarship Mm-hmm. with you guys and she took it mm-hmm. after that now she's not only speaking english wow. but she is a businesswoman here in the united states in texas nice. she opened up um, a business where she does nails nice. and she's going through life 
and she's doing the, her best to uh, maintain his family. And that's a success story, right? If she can do it, being a woman that was kidnapped by Mexican <laughs> illegal forces to be able to come here, anyone, anyone can learn English and, and be a better version of themselves. It's definitely a, a story to just overcome, just the trauma yeah. of that, being kidnapped, your family being in a rainforest at night in the dark, not knowing where you are. That is definitely just a story of trauma, but also just overcoming trauma. Yeah, and how you um, overcome obstacles in life with a vision of being in a new country, in a new community, but willing to do whatever it takes mm -hmm. to help your family and be in a better place. Yeah. So if she can do that, again, anyone can. Yeah. Wow, what an amazing story. It's, uh, I'm glad to know that she is well off, you know? She definitely overcame that very traumatic And she's situation. so thankful. That's the other thing. She's so thankful with us and with you guys for the opportunity because that completely opened her doors. Yeah. And and just the way how you're providing that help. You know, you're providing it's like that you're you're the connection, you're that bridge for them. Yeah. Um, with the organization. So that's great. Um and all these people that came on the buses, I mean they come from all many countries, not just Venezuela, but Correct. it's a lot of countries that they come from um, yes so that's just it amazes me um but wow yes we and that's that's a good point mm -hmm. um we help venezuelan migrants especially because we're venezuelans but mm -hmm. if anyone from any part of the world needs our help mm -hmm. of course our doors are open to help everyone we've been working with guatemalans and Um, people from Honduras and El Salvador, even Ukraine, we've wow. been uh, being able to work with uh, people from Ukraine. So we've, we have received every, everyone. And for, well, now this is a question just came to my mind that you mentioned Ukrainian. How was the, the communication? With, were they able to speak English or how was the communication with that? It was, it was very hard, um, but they, I mean, at, at least um, a few families that we work with, mm -hmm. they have a little bit of English. Okay. So we could communicate. That uh, is good, yeah. But now that, that you say that, I, I'm, I'm just, just come to my mind. Um, even though we speak Spanish and the migrants are from Venezuela and we understand everything, I remember that one time we had to send a guy from Venezuela that he, he was here, but we had to help them get to um, Ohio. Oh. And we, of course, buy him the ticket, the plane ticket to go to Ohio. Mm -hmm. But how was he gonna go to the airport and get to Ohio? Right, the process itself. I mean, if going it's, through the security, it, yes. the screening, and all of that, like you have Imagine to take off your shoes. Imagine for someone who doesn't even know where are they. Yeah, and if it's been their first time on a plane. Yes, 
or that whole process to flying. Correct. Wow. So that was nerve-wracking for us. We had yes. to put on paper everything that he had to say, and he was like showing the paper to everyone. Yes. Hi, I'm. So um, so I don't know then, who, yeah. and I need to get to TSA. And, and we gave him a few papers wow. so he can go through yeah. the way and being able to get to the plane. He made it. He made it. Oh, He's on Ohio. <laughs> he made it. Well, that's good. That yeah. is good. So in going back to in terms of being able to provide the funds to send this person to their destination where they had to be at, um, this is something you do in general for, for many of the people. How, how do you get those funds? How does that work? If you can tell me about that program. Well, that was pretty much the, the Venezuelans helping us out. Um, at that point, we were desperate because they, at that point, Venezuelans here and migrants in general, mm -hmm. the shelters were out of capacity and they cannot stay here in D.C. So we were um, providing them with plane tickets or bus tickets to go to another state uh, because here in D.C. We're, we were just out of capacity. Yeah. So we managed with the Venezuelan community and a few organizations to buy those tickets for those people. And um, it, was, it was great because there you see and there you saw Um, how Venezuelans were willing to help their brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. um, not only with the plane tickets or, or um, food or clothes, but also receiving them in other states. And that was, that was wonderful, being able to see how Venezuelans came as a community mm -hmm. to help um, their, their, their community and the Venezuelans. Mm -hmm. Nice. So um, just as you mentioned, you know, they can always um, apply uh, to one of your scholarships um, through your program or also through us as well, through Washington English Center. Um, that fills us with so much just joy, great pride, um, as well as our own uh, scholarship program that we have for our students um, in general. Uh, during the last fiscal year, 2022, We awarded 218 students with, with scholarships, um, so that gives us a lot of that's pride. That's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, you know, anyone that's listening, if anyone wants to apply uh, for a scholarship to study English with us, with Washington English Center, you can visit our website, www.washingtonenglish.org, or you can email me, Claudia, at cbelloso, that's B-E-L-L-O-S-O, at washingtonenglish.org. If you would like to receive um, help from the Humanitarian Action uh, Organization, you can follow them through the social media. Um, as Dilet mentioned earlier, they have all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, you can just follow them, humanitarianaction.org. Yes, hum and If anyone needs uh, help from us, you can also send us an email, humanitarianaction, or at gmail.com. Awesome. Thaylet, thank you so much. Uh, this has been amazing to listen to, um, to these stories and how we both have partnered. Um, it's just, it, it warms my heart uh, because we are helping a lot of, of people just Yes. Starting a new life. Correct. Um, You're right. And just to see them uh, with the courage that they have and the bravery and they're just continuing 
um, to fight to fight that is it's just truly truly amazing so thank you very much thank you Claudia for coming here speaking to us and for sharing your story with us no thank you and thank you Washington English Center for this space and to being able to spread the word of what is going on I think that's very important yeah. and and we keep working for for migrants and refugees yes thank you thank you this podcast is created by WEC and produced by Sara Davila and edited by Alejandro Rizzo see you next time <laughs>